0: Welcome to Where's My Blueprint Podcast, where we talk about all things adulting, our experiences, navigating adulthood, and what we learned along the way. We invite you to join our weekly conversations while we create our own blueprints on this amazing journey and hope some of the lessons we learned can help you. Here are my co-hosts, Nay and Sunny D.
1: Hey everybody, it's your girl Sunny D here to brighten up your day. I'm a new business owner transitioning from corporate America. And frankly, I can't trust anybody that don't like tacos. Hey friends, I'm Nay. I'm so excited to share and grow with y'all. I'm a full-time wife, full-time mommy, and part-time employee. Nutella is my
0: love language. (laughs) This is your girl, Nakai, and I am your host on Where's My Blueprint Podcast. I am so excited to have you guys here, and I love brownies and seaweed. So let's get to the episode. We are excited to welcome you back and to make it to March. Yay! Thank you to all of our social workers, our child life specialists, and of course, our women. We celebrate you this month. We decided to continue our small series this month highlighting the most influential women and we continue this amazing series with the one, the only, beautiful Viola Davis.
1: Hey! Clap it up, clap it up, clap it up.
0: <laughs> as you all know, we have an amazing sponsor. And so our sponsor is Divine Timing. Take it away, Sanity.
1: Hey guys. So uh, we're sponsored by Divine Timing, which is your one stop shop for all things adulting. You can check them out at their website at fearforme.com. That's fear, the number four me.com, where you can download your digital planner as well as your monthly journals, to, uh, organize and get your lives together. We are doing a really special promotion for the website for you guys. It is WMB22. That'll you 22% on everything online. So put that in at checkout and get your life. Yes. So
0: listeners, as you know, every episode we have a quote. And so this quote is very powerful. And it says, I just want different narratives for people of color, especially women of color. I just want something that's different. I don't want us to be put in a box. I want it to be kind of a redefinition of who we are. If I can even achieve that in any small, tiny way, I'll be good. That is by the one and only Viola Davis. Miss Sunny B lead us in this one
1: go ahead girl hey guys so I wanted to shout out an actress it's one of my favorites that I really really love watching and not only just because of what she's done as far as entertainment wise but because of what she stands for so if you don't know who she is number one shame on you number two she is an award-winning actress Viola Davis has been in this game for a hot minute we loved her on Broadway we loved her in movies we loved her on TV She's kind of done it all. And believe it or not, she actually has some really amazing accolades. So she's actually the very first African-American woman to receive the triple crown of acting. So if you don't know what that is, that is someone who has won an Oscar, an Emmy, and a Tony. So that's called the triple crown. She's actually only one award away from EGOT status, which is Emmy, Oscar, Tony, and Grammy. So if you get all four, then you become like EGOT status. I believe the, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe the only Black woman that has gotten EGOT status is Whoopi Goldberg. Yes, Queen Whoopi. Yes, Queen Whoopi. Okay, she's the only one that's gotten EGOT status, but that's a really, really huge thing. But I mean, to have the triple crown and have all three of them bad boys is insane. She's one of 10 Black women to be nominated for the top two Oscar categories, which is Best Actress and Best Supporting Actress. There's only been 10. She's one of the 10. Okay, number one, that's a crazy low amount, but I'm glad she's among them. Okay? She actually received one of her Oscar nominations in a movie she was in in 2008 called Doubt with Meryl Streep. She's in this movie for less than 10 minutes and got an Oscar nomination from that. Did you know that? No. I didn't no, know. That. But that's awesome. 10 minutes and you get a Less off. than 10 minutes. There, there's like one scene with her in Real Street that that's where she got her nomination from. She ain't even in like, she's not even like in the movie movie. You know what I mean? She played one character for less than 10 minutes and got an Oscar nomination for that. That's wild to me. Man, wild fun. Right? That's such an, an amazing accomplishment. So she also has this production company, GV Productions, with her husband, Julie. She is a Juilliard graduate. She has 88 acting credits, 21 producing credits. I didn't know she had so many producing credits. That was kind of awesome to find out. I knew she'd been in a lot of stuff acting wise because she's on Broadway, she's on TV, she's on film, she's done all those three. But I didn't know she had so many duction credits. Like, I didn't know that. So that was really fun to find out. And she's also known as, um, I don't know if you guys have heard this, like the Black Mill Street. Have you heard that comparison for her? So here are my thoughts on this. You guys let me know kind of what you're feeling, what you're thinking. Don't get me wrong. I I love East Meryl Streep. If Meryl Streep is in the movie, best believe I'm watching it. I love her. But the comparison between the two is insane to me because you have this this benchmark that is Meryl Streep and all of her comparable career, right? And you have the black woman that's comparable. Yet there's a discrepancy in coins that people get paid. You know what I'm saying? Which we're gonna cross that bridge here in a second. I want to circle back to that. But yeah, she's known as the Black Meryl Streep. So I have a i have a question for you. How did you meet Viola Davis? She's
2: like one of those black actresses that you just know. Like that's Viola Davis. Like I never I don't know who told me her name I don't know when I first knew who she was but her Cicely Tyson you know those are some of the people where you just know it's almost like a part of black culture just to know them yeah they're I just also, staples I also had a question really quick does she have any big directorial like accolades or
1: none no yet none yet just acting just producing from what I can see what I don't know is if she's just acting or if she has a producer credit but I know she's playing Michelle Obama in a film coming up I don't know when it will drop
2: my petty brain is one like- Doing how I feel about it, yeah.
1: There are like you can look them up. There's like seals that have already been released from set of her in mm-hmm. character, and I can see it now. Okay. N- now that you're in full costume, character, the makeup, the hair, the whole thing. Now I'm like, okay, okay, I I, I get that. But originally, I'm thinking like Viola Davis with like the majestic fro, because y'all, her natural hair is incredible, and I absolutely love it. But I'm thinking like Afro, and I'm like Michelle Obama. Like, I don't get that. But once I saw the seals, I was like, oh, okay, okay, I can see where we're going with this. Next kai what did you think like how did you meet or like what was the first time you saw Davis?
0: my first time was actually and i feel bad about this because i know it's probably more than when i found out about her but honestly how to get away with murder and i watched that first episode after um was it scandal or something Come right after scandal and i was yes. like who is this lady she's a
1: fucking powerhouse and i was like i like her i
0: like her a lot <laughs>
1: Honestly, I don't think you're the only one. I think a lot of, because it was TV, Mm -hmm. because she's done a lot, she's done Broadway, she's done a bunch of movies Mm -hmm. and you cannot see a movie and you cannot go to Broadway because that's in New York. So there's a lot of opportunity to not be privy to her work. Mm -hmm. But now TV, you have a show that's coming out week after week after week, right behind another very popular show that you was already addicted to. So why not stay another hour and watch this new one? So I, I think that's when she not necessarily became a household name, but I at least I think that's when a lot of people, a lot more people, were aware of what she can do on the screen. Speaking of, because that's one of my favorite characters that she has ever played, please tell me what's your favorite Annalise Keating meme. Me? Meme? meme. Or GIF, GIF. Whatever. You know what I'm talking about. I think my
2: favorite, and I don't know if it's a meme or a GIF, but the image that is always, you know, has free space in my mind, like rent-free in my mind, is when she was in front of that mirror and sister girl took off that wig and showed that natural hair. Hair, and I was oh. like yes ma'am yes ma'am yes ma'am I saw my future self and I saw my relatives I saw my mom I saw my auntie I saw a reflection of my reality and yes I knew it was a character but it just made her so much relatable and so much more accessible that you know even the signal character had to put on the face and put on the garb of society but when she got home she was her and she took that hair off and she was like
1: i'm black and i'm proud I, I specifically remember that scene. I don't know if they made it into a GIF or a meme, but I, I know that scene on that episode, and I remember how incredibly fixated I was. I feel like that's the very first time I have ever seen a black woman on television that was completely bare bones, stripped to the core essence of black women. And the, the whole notion that piece by piece she's taking off these layers and revealing more of who she is. I don't know if you guys have seen it listeners if you haven't please watch it it's probably one of the most powerful scenes I've ever seen on television Nakai what do you think what was your favorite
0: my favorite is all the ones that she has the side eye because I feel like her side eye is like a hard side eye and it's like that try me bitch type of side eye yeah there's a lot that's like I don't think I have a favorite I just if it's a side eye and I'm like yeah
1: I'm used that one side eye yeah she there's several in the multiple scenes I, I look them up and there's several different just mm-hmm. from that from that show where she's just giving the I have two favorites. My favorite, I probably use this as probably as much as I use Rihanna's crown, putting the crown on her head, is the one where she's I don't know if she's she looks like she's in an interview, she's in somebody's office or something. She does the the eye roll, grabs her bag and walks off. That's what I'm looking at now. Yep. <laughs> that one. That I live for this. The amount of times that I use this, especially with like my colleagues, that's that's a that's a universal gif for meetings that should have been an email. <laughs> okay so so one. If you think about that, that GIF just invokes every feeling, that exact feeling of meetings you have to go to and be physically present in that could have legitimately been an email. That's it. Thank God for Zoom. And thank oh God. My God. That one's one of my favorites. The other one is the one where she's like dancing and she has that like mason jar of vodka. could possibly be moonshine. I don't remember. If you do like Annalise dancing, she's she's just like doing the dancing with her little cup but she is vibing out. She is lit and I love that. Just because it is so funny to me.
0: The one that y'all, the episode that y'all were talking about of like her taking her wig, uh, wig off or whatever and like being herself. I just love that because like like you said, that was never on TV before then, but it also showed, I don't know if people actually got this, but it actually showed the actual, like you said, taking the coat, like you're co-switching. Like you're taking this face of what you have to put out in the world to white people, to whatever. And you're actually being able to just be you be yourself be your whole beautiful self in your home in the safety of your home right I just want to say I love that like I just feel like we just need to really embody
1: that no I I'm right there with you because I, I feel like this is something that could be expanded upon on a, a much you know larger note but definitely that notion of I mean and even just not even just taking off the makeup and like taking your lashes off but like the removal of the hair like taking off her wig yeah that was incredibly powerful I absolutely absolutely agree with that so I wanted to circle back to when we were talking about her accolades and being known as a Black Meryl Streep. And I wanted y'all's insight on what you think about this. So there was an interview she did a few years ago, I think 2018-ish, where essentially she was speaking on that comparison, how, you know, it's always been said, or it's been said for at least quite some time now with all the awards that she's won and things that she's been nominated for, that she has a career that's comparable to Sigourney Weaver in Meryl Streep and all of these really successful, incredible white actresses, but yet she's not being paid as such, right? There's a pay gap. And that's not just in the, you know, Hollywood acting industry. That's across the industries across the country. I'm pretty sure maybe across the world um, if I did deeper research. I think she, she mentioned in, in one of her interviews that she's not going to negotiate her worth anymore. If you think she's a black male street, then pay her what she's worth, right? So why is it even now in 2022 that people that have Similar experience, similar skill set, um, identical pathways to to have gotten them where they are. Why is there still a gap, and why are Black women still negotiating what they're worth? Is that something that you guys have a experience, b would do, and c if you do do it, how would you do it? You can answer those in whichever manner you want. For all of our listeners who want to listen to that, you
2: know, be in this part in this totality, or just it, it was taken from the 2018 Women of the World event in. LA salon so if you google 2018 woman of the world la salon you'll be
0: able to find that to answer the question i feel like you hit me with hit us with three the initial one is i i really hate that she has to be compared to anyone when you're that good you're in your own lane and for her to be compared not just to another actress but to a white actress mm-hmm. that rubs me the wrong way only because it's like if you're going to compare her compare her compare her to someone that's similar to her in her color scheme right Mm -hmm. but then that goes into a whole nother thing my brain is like oh and now they're put you know pitting two black women against each other
1: yeah Um, it almost seems like a mm
0: lose-lose but I don't feel like her and Meryl Streep are in the same lane at all and that's just my personal opinion don't come for me um (laughs) that's me myself but to answer your other questions about negotiation yes I do feel no matter what position you are in you need to, especially as a black woman, please, 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 audience, if you are listening, if you are a woman of color, negotiate, negotiate, negotiate your rate and your pay. Why? Because they're going to lowball you strictly because they can. The other part is they're going to lowball you because you're a black woman or you're a woman of color. So go in knowing your market research, go in understanding like, no, you're not going to pay me that much or that less. This is what I'm worth. And like she said, if you can't pay me, if you can't
1: pay me what I'm worth, then you don't deserve my guilt. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like it's resonated with me a lot more now just because of what I'm starting to venture in career-wise. And what's the, the, the way to negotiate what you're worth when you know you're qualified to do something?
0: I'll be really quickly
1: and say, I remember when I was negotiating
0: my salary for a job, I actually talked to the HR rep and she gave me this valuable advice. She said, if you want to negotiate, call the HR rep, which I was on the phone with her at the time. Basically, call and ask, "Hey, what is the range? Meaning, the starting range and the ending range for this position? And then, can you then send me a breakdown of how many years equals to the starting range, and how many years equal to mid range, and how many years equal to ending range? Because if you're requesting that information, HR can send it to. Then mm-hmm. that's when you can actually decide where you fall in that bell curve. That's really good advice. I've never
1: heard that before. Get in
0: good with HR,
2: baby girl. Additionally, I saw. Thought- this Instagram post um, and I'll have find it and it was saying that if you really want to get the amount that you are put, like you are deserving of when they ask that question don't initially give them a number unless you probably did all of your research like but tell them my my salary is contingent upon all of the duties that I will be responsible for can you give me a rank because they might have a little bit of duties, they may have a lot of duties, and you don't want to give them a number to encompass all of the myriad of duties that you have to offer, but you also don't want to pigeon yourself and give them a number that is too high and therefore disqualify you from the position or let's be honest, insult them, because at the end of the day, you are requesting this job. You do want something from them, and this does not serve you to get on their bad side. So, if you tell them, hey, um, I am unable to give you a figure unless i know all of the duties that i will be responsible for and what is the range they typically will pay for this position then you have more of a room to negotiate who will deal with whoever
1: that's really good advice and i think this is kind of well maybe now no more known information than it used to be but tailoring your experience for the specific industry job or whatever that you're wanting that's always really good even having multiple versions of that to send to whomever or whatever you want to do
2: also um just to be the kind of practical on this podcast I also want to drop a line when you are negotiating and everything be honest and real with yourself don't go in there demanding the top you know salary if you don't perform in a top salary manner you know we always say hey, what I am deserving of but sometimes we get this elevated in place self and think we are deserving of way more than we actually put in so be honest and real with yourself if you only have the experience or if you only have, you know, the performance of that bottom salary, then just be okay with that bottom salary, especially if there is room for growth because experience sometimes is invaluable. Sometimes you do have to get in on that bottom floor to get where you need to be. And you got to come in it with some humility. So don't always think you're deserving of that top figure and who are they, how dare they, boo Sometimes that's your client and
1: that's okay. And that's okay. And it also is okay to get more knowledge outside of the position you currently have or the job that you possess. Take, there's tons of free courses online. Pick one, okay? Especially for a lot of these remote jobs now, a lot of these things you can learn with a good old Google search and that'll direct you to where you need to go. Learn some terminology, learn how to read a chart or two. And now you have more knowledge than you would have if you didn't do those things, right? But also I feel like nowadays, YouTube University will teach you
0: everything that you need to know. Like the project management we have, and we just talked about this, but there's so many new project managers that are using YouTube to teach them project management and getting jobs starting out like in triple figures. So understand, use your resources. I think we said this in a previous episode, use your resource, use your resource, use your resource. And if the internet or YouTube is your resource right now,
1: use it. Use it. One of my favorite quotes, affirmations, mantras, what have you. I have access to all the resources required to live the life I desire your internet is your resource our hr people is your resource okay like use them and know what it is that you're worth know what your skill set is know what your experience is be familiar with that and then go forth into the workplace of the work and be great in knowing what it is that you're worth not taking something just because it pays more than your current job but you take it because it's worth it and you're worth having that particular position because you are qualified and you are worthy of it right that's a message for somebody including myself amen hallelujah So. I, found that interview with Viola Davis really compelling because it brings to light I think a more deeper lens on what the differences are you have someone that has all of these crazy accolades and have been nominated for all of these crazy rewards and have done some of the most critically acclaimed work that has ever been created and yet she had thought that she was equal and you know was getting the same type of stuff until she realized that she wasn't again like you said Nakai, when you know better you do better you say that all the time but you don't know you don't know until you know it and she not she's not negotiating no more you're not coming correct with Miss Davis she ain't doing it for only baby. I think that's something that we can all take from that point of view is knowing what your work is and not shortchanging yourself
0: I totally agree because I think of her and understanding her work because she is the table right but I also think of even Tyler Perry how he was paying these other studios to like crazy amounts of money to film and he was like why when i can create my own and he created his own and then think about like miss viola like she's more she's like no the price is the price and i forgot the meme of but, like um was I it think, fat joe i think it's fat joe
1: yeah, yeah. he was like yesterday's, yesterday's, price price is yesterday's today's price, price. <laughs> That's the
0: truth. Okay. That is the truth right there. But it's so true. Like, and it, it frustrates me. She's amazing. And not just Viola, but just thinking of like everyday woman, right? Especially if you're a woman of color. You give so much to wherever you're working, then to get a paycheck that is like, what is what is this? Like, will this even cover my bills? No. And mm-hmm. so, yeah. And so I'm like, this frustrates me because as a as a business, it's like, uh, we're gonna pay you the lowest that we can get away with. Because at the end of the day, business is making money, but it just frustrates me as not understanding your worth. There's a whole entire disconnect of has anybody even been teaching women how to negotiate? Has anybody even, do people even understand like negotiation is an everyday thing. When you go to the store and I do this tip sometimes, most of the time I do it at Home Goods, they don't do it for me, but I go in and I ask, can I get a 10% off discount? And I just look at them and they're like, well, why? Because I ask, And some of them are like, okay, whatever. And some of them are like, no. What's wrong with the product? (laughs) And I'm like, nothing's wrong with
1: it. I just, I just asked if I can get 10% off. I mean, my father always said, if you don't ask, the answer's always no. I hate paying full price for anything so I'm always
2: like the discount person because I do feel like there is an exorbitant amount of inflation that is placed on the products and goods and if I have a legitimate reason like we're a military family so I'm always like y'all military discount. like do you okay thank you thank you for your service it's my husband but I'll take it as well
1: so it's so important for people to know and to understand that your wealth and your the worth that you have for yourself is important, knowing what that is and knowing that that's not negotiable. It's important to have your self-love and your self-worth and your self-belief. We actually have a really amazing sponsor that does that very thing. They work with women, um, especially women of color across the country to work on those very things. So here's a message from our sponsors.
0: We are Sure Refinement, and what we do is we help women move through their trauma and learn how to develop the self-love, self-worth, and self-belief within themselves. We can be found online at www.surerefinement.com, or you can shoot us a quick email at kb at surerefinement.com, or you can find us on Instagram at surerefinement underscore.
1: So, guys, you know, every episode we do our momentum elimination. Today for our Moments in Melanation, we are highlighting the first in all Black orchestra to perform at Carnegie Hall in 130 years.
0: Thank you. So just like Sunny D said, the concert at Carnegie Hall will be held on April 24th, 2022. So if you guys can, please, please, please attend. If you are in New York, go. If you're not, see if they can do it via Zoom. But I think that's awesome because like Sunny D said, this is the first time that all I- all Black orchestra is performing at the most amazing Carnegie Hall. And I just love that because the musicians will perform in full orchestra concert and participate in several different chamber recitals and everything. And I am such a music lover, so I'm just excited about this. So again, you guys can go check it out and make sure that you at least try to attend if you're in New York. If you're not, just
1: support. Yeah, that's legendary. I mean, Carnegie Hall is, I mean, that's, it's Carnegie Hall. Hall. <laughs> like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that's a big deal. Man, that's amazing.
0: Years. Like, how do y'all feel about that? Like, in 130 years,
1: as musical as that, black people have been our entire lives. It's taken over a century for us to get in Carnegie Hall, all of us at one time in a full orchestra. That's And We yeah. could play some violins. Damn it. Yeah, I feel like
2: that is in no way indicative of the talent. And it's not that you know there was just now some orchestrated talent, all black orchestra talented enough to perform at Carnegie Hall. I think that is a representation of the systemic policies and devices
1: that have been put
2: in this society that eliminate Black people from certain spaces.
1: Yeah, and don't consider us at all. I mean, we have influenced every single musical genre on this planet. Every single one. Classical music, rock and roll, R&B, obviously hip-hop, obviously soul, country, like all of it. Why can't we rock out to an orchestra and some strength? You mean you know what? As a matter of fact, this reminds me. I'm going off on a tangent. Give me one second. One of my favorite composers, my was I was introduced to by my dad. His name is Yanni. One of his concerts CD called Live at the Acropolis, and there is a violinist. She number one. She's black. She got locked. She's in full red. Everybody else in the orchestra is white. Well, so she stands out. Honey, she's hitting them strings on this violin like nobody's business. And I almost started playing the violin because of that. More people need to be in orchestras, like more Black people need to be in orchestras. And I'm so glad that we, we finally get to see an all-Black orchestra. Oh, and let's
2: not get on the fact that they tell them to are black because I ain't ready for this.
1: Listen, I was going to mention it. I sure was. I wanted to confirm, though. But yeah. This is why he gave us some good stuff. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Okay, for those of you that are uh, not as quick at Googling as I am, the violinist name is Karen Briggs. Anywho, I think that's great. Yeah, like Nakai said, if you guys get a chance to go check them out, please go check them out. It's going to be phenomenal.
2: Oh, and for y'all who are going to into this episode and try to fact-check check and you know, we don't like for historical prominent I mean, historical figures to be Black. So it does say that they Hope's parents were of Flemish ancestry, but the theory is based on an assumption that one of Faith Hope's ancestors had a child
1: out of wetlock,
2: which led to him being just African. So don't
1: add us. Don't you dare. You can take that somewhere else. Y'all talk amongst yourselves on Twitter. Thanks. To wrap up, we just wanted to, again, recognize Shout out, Viola Davis, all the work that she's done, all the work that she's doing by speaking about knowing your worth and negotiating what you deserve and what you are qualified for. And just always having women and women of color, people of color, especially black people at the forefront of the choices that she makes and the work that she does, especially with her production company, with her husband. It's just, it's it's all the way great. So we thank you, Viola Davis, if you ever hear this. We love you. You guys know that we end every episode with an affirmation today's affirmation is I am aware of my gifts and talents and strive to be better every day embody that not only this coming week but every single day and know that every time you get the opportunity to live in your truth and explore your gifts and explore your talents that you try to share that with the world and you can only do what you can do with what you know and we hope that you guys are are doing those exact things so we love that you guys have joined us for this episode we thank you guys we're in March now we've been doing this for a hot minute but we thank y'all for rocking with us and for hanging with us thus far we want you guys to subscribe to our instagram at where's my blue pet pod you can find us on the bird app at uh, where's my bp pod you can find us on there we have facebook page we have the youtube we got us all over the place check us out on the tiki talk as nay likes to say and check out the website our blog listen to the episodes review and rate on uh all of our little tips Spotify and all the things, and all the things. And we thank y'all so much for commenting and interacting with us on all of the socials. And we will talk to you guys next week. Yay! Bye. Bye! Peace out.